0: Jehovah, the Lord Jehovah, God the Father has spoken with me this past night. Uh, In this conversation, I bring you the tremendous concern that the Lord Jehovah has raised over the state of the church this past night. The Lord Jehovah has spoken with me this past night, blessed people, and he has raised a serious concern regarding the state of the church, the church in this nation, and many other nations. The Lord has taken me into the church, across the church, this past night. And uh, He has shown me church leaders, church leaders, senior church leaders in this city, in other cities of Kenya, and also across the globe. And they are in sexual sin. It was a long conversation when the Lord was taking me across the nation, across His house, essentially, walking me into the practice in the house of the Lord. And you see some of them, I see one, in many places, in sexual sin. In some of the cities, they go out, I see one who is very senior comes out, and uh, he goes to the streets, and even prostitutes are there. So the a prostitute waiting for, them, for, for one of them. They, they, they go to prostitutes, some of them, but some of them are sexual sin within their churches. And so it was such a long, gruesome conversation this past night, this morning, really. The Lord walking me through his house, the house of the Lord, globally, the body of Christ, and showing me sexual sin in many nations, in Kenya, many towns. And sexual sin has become a very serious concern that the Lord has raised about the church, his house, the church of Christ. And I see some of them travel to other countries for sexual sin. That's what I saw. They travel one of them was saying he has a Ph. He's doing a PhD in another country, and then he's also marrying there. But he married in his own country. So the Lord took time to pass me through the entire spectrum, the battery of sexual sin that has defiled worship in the house of the Lord, that has messed up worship in the house of Jehovah. And so, this was the conversation the Lord was having with me this past night, walking me across the different parts of his house, different sectors, walking me into the body of Christ, the clergy, the pulpit, the altar of the Lord, and how sexual sin has become such a serious, serious concern to the Lord. So this is a conversation the Lord Jehovah was having with me, and then the voice of the Lord said, Tell these people to repent. Tell them to repent and I will restore them. Otherwise they shall know that the Lord God has spoken. Now the Bible is very clear in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6. I'm reading from verse 12. It says, Everything is permissible for me But not everything is beneficial, for everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food for the stomach and the stomach for food, but God will destroy them both. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. Verse fourteen of First Corinthians chapter six, he says, he goes on to say, By his power God raised the Lord Jesus from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you verse fifteen? Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ Himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ? and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Verse 16. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said, the two will become one, one flesh. Verse 17. But he who unites
1: himself with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Verse 18 is very important. It says, Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you received from God, you are not your own. You were purchased, you were bought at a price, therefore, honor God with your body. So the Lord is saying that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and you cannot defile the body through sexual sin. And particularly, if you look at verse
0: 18, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18, There are many versions that talk about this very tremendous and important verse regarding sexual sin and the dangers of sexual sin in the church. It
1: says here, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. The Living Translation says, run! Run from sexual sin. The other one says, flee. So sexual sin is the only sin where God says, flee, run away. In fact, there are two, sexual sin and idolatry. Sexual sin, he says, flee, don't handle it. Don't try to handle it with your hands. You'll get bruised. Flee, run away. Escape. The New Living Translation says, run from sexual sin. No other sin is is so clearly, no other sin so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. Another Bible says, the English Standard Version, says, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. And the other versions say, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a man commits is outside his body. But he who sins sexually sins against his own body. So the Bible is very clear in many versions. It says flee, even King James here, flee from sexual immorality. So the Lord is saying that sexual sin is the worst form of sin that the church can engage in. All sin is sin. All sin is sin, but he's stepping out and classifying sexual sin as a more deadly sin, the contagion of sexual sin, how it contaminates the temple of the Holy Spirit himself. And he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21, I am afraid that when I come again, my God will humble me before you, and I will be grieved over many others who have sinned earlier, and have not repented of the act of impurity, sexual immorality, and debauchery. Galatians chapter 5, verse 19, it says, The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity... And debauchery. And it says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3, but among you, as is proper among the saints, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any other kind of impurity or of greed. It goes on to say in Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. Put to death, therefore, the components of your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. And he goes on to say in first Thessalonians chapter four verse three. For it is God's will that you should be holy, that was sanctified. You must abstain from sexual immorality. Hebrews 13, verse 4, He says, marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed be kept undefiled. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous, blessed people. And so the Lord comes out very clearly that sexual sin is a no, no, no. It's the law goes on for the believers. And yet he took this last night to really take me across the house of the Lord globally. Globally, the house of the Lord. A sexual sin is one sin that seems to have marooned the church, kidnapped the church, the sexual life. Why? Because the pastors are not rebuking sexual sin in the house of the Lord globally. So you find young men coming in lewdness, coming rest lewd, young women also, the youth, and so forth, even adults, and no one is restraining them, so they have no direction, and then all of a sudden, the contagion of sexual sin, let me tell you one thing, the church I have seen enter, the church I saw enter, the church that will enter, The eternal kingdom of God is a church that has totally killed and destroyed sexual sin in her worship. And sexual sin essentially bespeaks the condition of the heart. The condition of the heart of the church. The heart of the believer. The heart of the pastor. The heart of the pulpit. The heart of the altar. Because in the book of Mark chapter 7... Verse 20, he says, he went on, what comes out of a person is what defiles them. Verse 21, Mark chapter says, for it is from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come. Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and defile a person. Again, he says, he went on, what comes out of a person is what defiles them. Verse 21, Mark chapter 7. For it is, from within, out of the heart's person, that the evil thoughts are: uh, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and despise a person. And that's why, in this ministry, I have rebuked sexual sin for 15 years straight, many times a day, several times a day. Sexual sin is a no, 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 no in this church, in the Holy Church of Christ. Before the Lord, sexual sin is no. And that's why, I encourage you to repent. Repent and turn away from sexual sin and all other sin. If you close the door to sexual sin, then you close the door to all other sin. Repent, the Messiah is coming. The church that enters heaven is a holy church. It is not a sexually immoral church. The pastors, the pulpit, the church repent. Sexual sin is of gravity. That's why I commanded that the church in Kasarani, when I when the Lord spoke with me, when He spoke with me, that sexual sin is going on in that church, and I summoned the leaders here at the head office here. And inquired of them. And asked them, is it true that there is sexual sin among you? And three women stood up and confessed. And then I sent all the bishops of Nairobi last Sunday. They were not in your churches. To go and inquire and investigate thoroughly. And when they found out big confession. That sexual sin was in that church. And they came back to me that Sunday at the head office with the leaders and we had a meeting and I confirmed that indeed sexual sin had occurred involving even the pulpit, the bishop there. That's why I commanded it be destroyed and torn down and totally demolished. And the seat of the bishop set on fire. Sexual sin is serious before Jehovah. The church that is sexually immoral cannot inherit the kingdom of God. You will not enter the heaven where God takes me. The heaven he sends me to prepare you for. Repent. He showed me sexual sin across the globe, across the pulpit, across the altar. In the house of the Lord, in the body of Christ, the immoral dressing of women, the immoral dressing of girls, they go unrestrained restrained and rebuke. Even today in the churches in Nairobi, women have gone there almost nude. In Accra, Australia, in the so-called modernism, repent, the Messiah is coming. Be holy. The Bible says in Hebrews twelve fourteen. It completes by saying, For without holiness nobody will see the Lord. The Messiah is coming. I have seen the Lord coming for the church. Repent. So thou shalom. Book twelve. The Messiah is coming. Make amends. Repair your ways. Be righteous. Thank you.